Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Sick. We're back. We are back. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast. The goat. It's good to be here, everyone. <laughs> I love this podcast. So, well, it's gone now, but I was, look at, I, I have really my steadfast I know. Well, did plug. you know, though, steadfast hasn't gone anywhere. Steadfast is yeah. still a company. Just the pro washing service arm of it is unavailable. It's on hiatus. For the the indefinite future okay so. it's still a cool cup it's a really cool cup did you know that i never used a lid i don't like really? lids i have a lid phobia is i don't ever have a don't lid don't take coffee on the rig anymore from home i do take coffee on the rig i just don't Wait. have a lid i just get coffee multiple times during the day and just never have a lid i always spill man so the lids one it holds in the heat so much especially in a yeti and then it's like, it yeah, it will weld. It's like fire. And if I'm sipping it, it hits the roof of my mouth and sloughs all that skin off. Everyone knows how bad that is. Yeah. I just don't like lids. So it freaks my partners out, freaks everybody out. <laughs> just usually just what drive I do so is, you don't spill my coffee. I mean, that's, that's true. I usually leave the lid off for about 10 minutes and then I'll put the top on and then it stays oh, at the temperature that I want for a longer time. That's usually what I do. But like, so I have a, a cup, a bigger, like a little bit bigger than this guy that Carrie got me from nine line. And so I just drink, like I'll go in and get my coffee. Then I'll pop the styrofoam cup. Cause, cause COVID you can't take your own cup in. So I'll get my coffee. Uh, then I'll pour it in my lidless cup and ride around sense. with it. And then maybe I get a monster and there could be a little bit of coffee in the bottom. I just pour the monster in the cup. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> get, Get some water in there later, and then some more monster, maybe another coffee, and it's just all. That's good. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's good. But anyways, what I was going to say was I was drinking a Titanic. It's my favorite coffee drink. It's gone Titanic? now. A Titanic? Yeah. A what Titanic. Is Titanic is Werner's and espresso on ice. Ah. Compliments of Cafe Rima. Okay. See, I caught The official drink I'm- of Sports 198. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the I name of it on your everybody. post. I was just so excited Uh-oh. about what that was. Oh, no, it's called a Titanic. That's really cool. You can go there and they do it right. So what the object is, you get your little cup and they fill the cup with ice and they do the Verners. And then they slow pour the espresso on, like, so they hit it on an ice cube. And then it just, until you emulsify it, it just sits, the coffee sits on the top. and it's. Oh, that's really fun. But I like to, I mix it up. Right. Right away, straight away. Danny doesn't. He lets it kind of do its own thing. I mix it up. But anyway, it's delicious. <laughs> it's the official coffee drink. That's really cool. I can't wait to try that out. Yep. I love it. It's kind like of literally this, my favorite. The topic of coffee, though, I have to give a shout out to my local Panera. <laughs> um, what? It'll make sense in a second. It's because I, a couple months ago, I signed up for the coffee subscription. Uh-huh. So every time I like drop kids off at school, I can swing back through and not have to make it and not rush in the morning and stuff. 
And um, the girls there apparently this week know me by name now. <laughs> oh, man, that's cool. They're, they're super sweet and they like will give, they'll, they'll have a cookie ready for Isla. I mean, they've just oh, been super cool. sweet. So today there wasn't anybody behind me and I chatted with Nicole and Mackenzie for a hot second at the window of Panera and they were super sweet. They made my day. So that's cool. They'll probably never hear this, but I really appreciate them today. And it just, it was just really cool. So right on. Speaking of coffee, I appreciate the gifts today. I was at a meeting, everybody, and Ashley dropped off some flowers. And that was cool. Appreciate it. Well, I saw that it was Pastor Pastor Appreciation Week or Sunday, something to that effect. (laughs) I didn't even know that was a thing. We had to appreciate our favorite pastors. That's cool. Yeah, so we appreciate appreciate it. And my unlocked truck. That's a true story. I was telling them, she's like, leave your truck unlocked. I was like, my truck's always unlocked. Most well, times the keys are in it. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. I drove into the parking lot and I'm looking around just to confirm that there's no other same exact like Silverado. And then I tried to FaceTime Nick to confirm that it was your truck before I even touched it. And then I opened up the passenger door and there was a Swartz pen in there. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm good. I'm good. It's all good. I'm like, it would have yeah. kind of sucked to give somebody... Some other dude with yeah, a brown some other truck. Dude. <laughs> yeah. They would have appreciated it. Oh yeah. But yeah. They're not crazy. Like tip like we don't I don't know why I'm saying this on a podcast, so I'm gonna whisper. Okay. We don't really ever lock our doors here. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't lock my car doors ever. Wow. And that's honestly, like I'll come home during the day and just go in the house, just leave the keys in the console. It's so stupid. But, hey, somebody boosts my truck. They obviously needed it more. That's true. Well, Whatever. And there's there's, insurance. There's generally probably, trying to think. I mean, there's my registration and stuff in the glove box. It's always in there, you know. And I guess if you wanted kids' DVDs out of the center console in my van. I mean, it's really trashed and dirty most of the time, except for the two (laughs) times a year that we get it detailed or clean it out. So I mean, find some old chicken nuggets, maybe. Right? No, so we generally lock it, but it's more out of I don't want to be inconvenienced that somebody like swiped like my kid's little cup. Or, I don't know. I just you know it's probably not that big <laughs> I just, a deal. I don't know. I'm it's, used to it. I'm used to it from growing up. We just always locked our car everywhere we went. So well, you were in Saginaw too. Yeah, but like I don't know, man. I don't really know why. No, but I, I think that's cool though. I was like, whatever. It's it was so convenient weird. for me today, so I appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't but. know. Anyways, yeah, so you know what? So I watched something today, and and it was a great point, and it kind of goes along with what I've been saying about if you take care of your micro, the macro will take care of itself. Okay. And it was this thing that's on Netflix I was telling you about before he came online here. And it's Dave Letterman, and he has all these – celebrities and it's just like one-on-one interview and it's usually in front of a live audience well the episode i watched had dave Chappelle, and i don't know if most people know this or not but he lives in yellow springs ohio he lives in a super small town and he was they were just talking about community and how important community like small town community is and then he was talking about kind of how his his upbringing from his dad was it like like local government is everything, you know, community is everything. 
and the idea that like we can't change the world, but we definitely can make our own little piece of it pretty nice, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so, you know, I was kind of I wanted to touch on that tonight because I think we were kind of talking about it after service last night. And the question was, what did I want from the house church? And I think I just want a nice place. I want a safe spot for people. I like could care less if it gets super big or doesn't get super big. I just like, I'm as I get older and as I press onto this, I really only want to care about the people that I care about. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to change the entire veteran community, just the one local to me. Like, I don't want to change all of first responder kingdom, just the one I'm in. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like, good on you. You're a fireman in California. Sweet. New York. We love those guys. If you ever have the chance, you should go to the memorial site. But what I really feel, like, called to and responsible for is this crew in Genesee County. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's, that's, I guess, what I'm, where I'm headed tonight is that's my little piece of the world that we could makes like nice and make it encouraging and not so cumbersome. I mean, it's cumbersome to do EMS and fire and yeah, that's true. work in the ER, you know, but yeah. like, I don't know. I 100% agree. I've, I'm, I've always been more that way too, where I've never been the macro type. Like I, I, I see how it all goes together and I know that it's important and there's definitely been points in history and time where you know, our country or groups of people have moved on a larger scale and it's had huge impact one way or the other, you know, and it's been good. Right. But really for us individual, like every person has a circle of influence. Every person mm-hmm. has people in their life that they can make an impact on. And I mean, I, I guess, I mean, even in a simple way, like those girls today at Panera really, I mean, they really blessed me. Like right. I left that line today, like like laughing out loud because I just, you know, here I am, a Christian, wanting to be Jesus's hands and feet and be a light everywhere I go. And here's mm-hmm. two girls that are like probably just out of high school or in college, right. but like just went out of their way to just be so kind, and it meant so much to me. Right? Yeah, that's, absolutely. You know, like we, I 100% agree. Right. I've been really thinking about the idea of kinship lately and just being like as a community, right? We do, it's so dumb and cliche and I really don't like when people say it. So I'm going to say it. Um, <laughs> when people say like, like ordinary people doing extraordinary things and that's yeah. like really for whatever it is and whatever it isn't being a nurse or a paramedic or an EMT or a cop or a fireman, it's just the, it's really, it's just the occupation we chose. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's intent and all the other things, but could have just as easily pick postman or baker or chef or whatever, right? Bean so counter. every, or bean <laughs> counter, but it's yeah. everybody has their own little piece yeah. of yeah. the thing. And like, and that was a big thing. So when I was in the military, so I went in the military and it's kind of how this, world works so i went in the military i enlisted to be a scout never made it to a scout platoon 
Never. I went and did this train, all the trainings, went to Korea, became an officer's driver. And he wasn't, he didn't have a command, like a platoon command straight away. He worked for like, he had a, like a staff position. So there's like S1, S2, S3, S4, and it's like finance and admin and security and supply. So he was, he S1. So I was, was not obviously in scout platoon. I was in headquarters company and in the S1 platoon. So I drove him around and then he did a different thing and he kept me in his driver. And anyway, so I followed him around, driving him around, being his essential, essentially his secretary and assistant. But then with about 18 months left in the army, I was in a unit that was deactivated and then just kind of merged with another unit, still not in scout platoon. At that point in time, he went on uh, and within his commission, he got a command Oh, at West Point or something like that, Citadel, one of the military academies. So he left. I didn't follow him. And at that point, they needed someone to be a petroleum supply specialist, which I was not trained in, but they sent me to do that. Okay. Right. So but all of that to make like a long story longer, I was super frustrated because I didn't want like what you call in the military, a pogue job. I didn't want to be in the motor pool. I didn't want to do that. And the way a senior officer explained it was every single person in the army has their own little part of the army. Yeah. It takes every single person to make it run. And that's the same thing with a community and society, right? Yeah. There has to be a dude at the gas station. There has to be a cop. There has to be pastors. There has to be bakers. There has to be moms, that stay home and keep their kids squared away. It's like the whole thing works in an effort to work together. Yeah. Right. So I've been like really doubling down on the idea of just of community and kinship. Cause I think in this country we're breaking away from that idea. Yeah. You know, and everybody has kind of feels the need to have some sort of status, you know, yeah, some sort of like accomplishment that they share on socials. I think this, I think social media in my meeting today, we're talking about that. It's like pastor was saying on Sunday about fire. Fire's good if it's heating your home, but if your home's on fire, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like social media is good if you're using it for community and kinship and those things, but it's not good. As soon as it gets that murky, muddy, comparison argumentative toxic thing that it's become right right so i don't know i just think it's strange times but i think if we could roll it back and kind of focus on especially for this community for the ems community or first responders and veterans like hey you know most veterans would tell you they just i just did a thing for a number of years it was different than the thing you did right yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like from, well, even just the friends that, like, I've been able to get to know and the folks that we've had on the show and stuff that, like, they don't want to be glorified. No. You know, like, they don't want to be weirdly elevated, like, there's some sort of 
overly special individual, you know what I mean? Um, and I think that there is a breakdown in being able to have real relationship when you, you kind of have a weird gap like that. Right. You know? Um, and, and I know a couple weeks ago, I don't know, I forget how long it was that we did kind of talk about this macro micro impact that we, we all have. Um, and I feel the last month or two, it's been like I've I've been trying to be more authentic with everybody, even with strangers. Like in a like Tammy Cromer said this. There was a couple months ago we went for um, a walk on one of I don't know if it's Holdridge Trail or something here in town. Um, and she made the comment, "You don't have to be BFFs with everybody, but you can be authentic with everybody." So right. whatever version or boundary of that, that that makes sense in the situation, you know, it doesn't right. mean that you walk up to the person at the gas station and you just spill your life with them, but you can look them in the face and be authentic and be kind and, you know, right. you know, stuff like that. So it's been interesting because the last few weeks, like the Amazon driver, you know, walking up our driveway, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm, I met one halfway down the drive, like, Hey, I'll, I'll save you half the trip up my driveway, dude. You know, cause for <laughs> those of you that don't know, I'm up on a hill. So it's a little bit for them to like back the truck up. Yeah. So to if back we're the honest truck up, and we're on like a 40 mile an hour road. So people come racing around too. So it's just a hard, weird street to come up on. Um, but just, just people at the store, like when you're checking out and you just, actually look the person in the face and you mean well instead of just you're going about your business and they're just some robot behind the counter checking you out like how how are you how are we treating each other like are we treating each other like real human beings that have lives and sisters and family at home and they're doing their thing or are we just they're just some robot in the store that we could care nothing less about you know right so absolutely it's it's been interesting because I feel I don't know if I'm perceiving it different or if it's I'm really engaging with people in a different way, and I think it's a little bit of both. But I'm seeing people respond in a way that's more real, and it's been really cool because I feel more connected to my community, yeah, even though I don't really know anybody in my community more than I did a couple months ago. You know, as far as like just being another. I don't know how 13 or 14,000 people or so. I don't know. I haven't looked it up recently of how many people are in, in Fenton even now, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a weird, oh, like small you know? town is so cool. It is cool. And like, that's, that's like what you should be aiming for. I don't want to be like, dude, I already lived in California. You don't want to go to California. California is wild. And there's too many people, but like, I just, I love the idea of like seeing, like knowing the people and seeing the same people and going to, yeah, going to like the small town, like the Gilroy's hardware store in Grand Blank. Yeah. I just like the young dudes doing their thing can call up there. I'm coming up to get this. All right. And they just have it at the thing, but it's, I don't know. I think, I think like focusing on that, like we have, as a country, obviously we have enough going on. Yeah. Right. So this whole like status thing, it's like you said a minute ago, it sucks to be elevated 
I don't know if you know, if you see like first responders and veterans and stuff like that, most times when you call them a hero, they just kind of look down at their shoes and are any way we can possibly get out of that conversation, going to bail on that conversation. Cause it's just, I chose this because this is where I fit in to the community. Had it been something else, I'd be doing something else. Yeah. But this is just where I fit. This is what I can benefit. My part for the local community is being on an ambulance and doing house church. And that's it. If it was something else, it would be something else. Right. But it's right. Right. You know, a lot of times as especially I don't, I mean, I obviously we're American, so I can only speak for our country, but a lot of times it's this idea of chasing after that brass ring, like the next higher level and the next higher level and this endless chase for, for levels and stuff like that. There's, I would say there's something to be said about contentment. Yeah. Like I wanted to be a paramedic when I grew up Bing. <laughs> and here we are. And it's all, you know, it's coming to an end. It'll probably have to end sooner than I wanted it to because my neck, but you know, which is all healed. I don't know if anyone saw my post. I no. by literally the grace of God was cruising around at some point in the last year or so or longer with a compression fracture at C5 unbeknownst to me. Then recently got some x-rays that showed it. And I have had more x-rays to, confirm that it's fully healed and calcified which it is that's awesome but as most people listening to this podcast know i'm gonna shout out to my friend amira like i was literally a dang sneeze away from nipples down paralysis <gasps> not to yeah. over dramatize it but i didn't even know look i didn't right. even know well you didn't yeah anyway so because of that and probably the arthritis that will ensue in the not so distant future, I'll probably have to dip off the ambulance sooner than I would have liked to. But it's been an amazing career. It's been fun. I love doing it. Still do. It's getting a little bit wilder and I enjoy that. But this was my little piece of the world, right? Yeah. This was my thing. And like whatever your thing is, I think people should be just comfortable in their thing right like well and just it's, it's it. interesting because you know well pastor jim at freedom center church used this scripture but that we were kind of commissioned like adam and eve go forth and subdue the earth fill it multiply like go do you know mm -hmm. and so i i do believe that we are wired and designed to achieve great things mm-hmm but it doesn't mean that that has to be our idol or that has to be our value and worth. Like what you're saying, like we can right. enjoy doing the things that each of us were made to do, but at the same time, be able to lay our head down at night and be like, ah, that was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know? man. And th that's, you know, that's the thing. Cause you know, Nick and I love starting a new thing. I love a good adventure. I love a great idea. I don't always think it through. I need those people that are like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's think right. about this for a minute. Um, but I, I love that idea. I don't want to do the same thing every single day. And I've kind of designed my life with a bit of chaos. I mean, like we had four kids, right. you know, like there's just a lot going on, um, you know. I know that's right. Um, <laughs> you know, so, but there's also, I mean, there's, a, there's, 
the part of us that loves the consistency. We love structure. We love to know what to expect. But then there's also that wild, adventurous spirit, too, that we've been given. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is a balance. And I think that you can do both and you can achieve great things and go after those next things, but also know that you're enough because right. God, God loves you and he's knit you for a purpose and you're doing what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do, you know? So I, I yeah. absolutely and agree, you know? We talked about that a long time ago. I think it was an episode last year where Chuck Cova was on. Oh yeah. That was good. And like, if you find your spot, yeah. that is so key, man. That is one of the key things that I've found in faith is finding like finally, like I never really had many questions because this was my dream. I was doing my dream, but right. to know that my dream, what I wanted to be lined up with how I'm wired to be. Yeah. That's, that's cool. there's nothing more special, man. There's nothing more special that, and like, and I think that a lot of times people who don't have that where they're cramming after this thing, yeah, that's not necessarily the thing that was designed for them to be, you know, I, like I, the, the analogy I use was the shopping cart with a bad wheel. Yeah. That's like good. you'll get through the store, <laughs> but you're going to have that super annoying bad wheel. And I think that's, you know, and I can, the, how I'll speak to that is when I first got out of the military, I did some dumb jobs for me, for other people working in a manufacturing thing is where they fit. That's yeah. their thing. Yeah. And that's a good job for them. Work for an electrician. I can do it. I mean, I can wire some stuff, but that's not where I was supposed to be. So I didn't, it was always a struggle to get up and do the thing, you know? And then I realized that being in service is like breathing air. That's awesome. And then, then you realize that's who you're supposed to be and that's the path, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff to it. There's a lot more to living your life from a, like with a biblical worldview and a faith Christian worldview more than just Sunday service and oh yeah the Bible and prayer. I mean, that's the, those are the key factors, obviously. Right. Right. Those are the, the keys to, to keeping it all together and all those things, but there's so much more. There's so much more. Yeah. You know, it's like, and it's not all easy. No. It's not but all there, simple. It's no, but there's a lot of peace and, and freedom. There's a lot oh, of peace yeah, and man. freedom even when it's hard. You know, there's been there's been times where this is the hardest, suckiest thing I'm going through right now. But I know it's it's working some good things in my life, <laughs> you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I trust God that he's, I mean, he promises that he's going to work all things together. Not because all things are fantastic, like you said. Right, right. But, and you know, those, the folks that are pushing and pushing and pushing, cause I feel like it's not enough. It's like, well, babe, why do you think it's not enough? Like, do you think you're not good enough? Do you not love what you're right, doing? Man. Like, and it's, like, and there's a danger that. to that. Yeah. And you know, it's okay to ask those questions. It's okay to sit with yourself and try to figure that out. Because I think that, I mean, for Nick and I, the last few years to actually have to look ourselves in the face, like we're doing great, but now we know better. You know, like Mm -hmm. as we get older, we learn more about who we are and what life looks like. And it's right. It can be really freeing instead of just trying to push that same boulder, you know? Yeah. And that's the fun part about getting older. Yeah. 
gaining wisdom, man, a hundred percent. Every yeah. time when asked, I'd rather have wisdom than intelligence. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just to kind of wind it down as just to, you know, it's, it's interesting because I'll have people ask me why God, like why, yeah. why Christianity, why God. And like I posted today, just as an example, I mean, let's take a look at this. I joke, but it's a dangerous fracture to have and be riding around on motorcycles and doing the full paramedic thing and lifting big people and doing fire stuff and all those things. Like, granted, I had no idea. But you want to talk about a heavenly father that protects, that keeps you on the field of battle that he has you on. Like, that's crazy. This is like a fully appraised report, but like, dude. It was funny, too, because the other day I was I mentioned Amir. I was talking to her and one of the nurse managers at Hurley telling what was going on before I had confirmation <laughs> that it was healed. And they're like, for the love of Christ, we'd quit moving your head. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing, man? But all's good. And it's such a blessing. And, you know, it's crazy. So for me, as one example, that's why. That right there is why God. So. Yeah, I'm the longer also, the longer I I live on this earth, I'm I'm seeing more and more coincidences that are just unexplainable. You know, like well, God they're doing, explainable. <laughs> they're explainable. But from a scientific of like those things happening, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. That's wild. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it, man. That's all I got for tonight. Getting ready to go on go on the road tomorrow. So I'm gonna find out if Ashley comes on a ride along with us. And if she does, we'll have to recap next episode. I'm so excited. And if I'm 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 excited to like say hi to folks. So if any of y'all are gonna be um oh, that's hard to not know. I wanna be able to say it's like, like twenty four hey, hours you'll know. <laughs> No, but I want to be able to say on the episode so that people would hear on Thursday whether or not I could potentially see him on Saturday. You know, I don't know. That's just exciting to me. To It's been two years, guys. Yeah, it's been a long time. Two years since I've been so. able, you know, because before that, um, you know, we had Isla in 2018. So I couldn't ride then because I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then all the baby stuff and everything and, and mm-hmm. then coming into you know so it's been longer than that it's been three years then at least because she just <laughs> we'll see yeah, man we'll just, see what's up she just turned three so it's mm-hmm. probably been almost four years since i've done a ride along oh my gosh this is blowing my mind right now dude did you know that next week rjp will be five really? reagan jane parkin sorry no, I got that, but it just took me a second. Like, oh, she did tell us though. So on Sunday or on Monday though? When's Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Because mm. so that's pretty, yeah, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I just, it's just cool. I'm just grateful. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but the first time, one of the first times that we hung out as families, Chandler's and Parkins, I was floored by this whole idea that I could just come on a ride along. 
because yeah. Jim here was just like, oh, you just you just come on a ride along. Come around, yeah, and you kept talking, and then I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 hold the phone. You you can <laughs> you can just come on a ride along. Yeah. So I'm looking at Absolutely. Nick. I'm like, so I'm gonna go do that, right? Like I'm gonna go on a ride. You know. So it's just I'm. It's just very honoring and humbling for me, and it's just yeah. cool. It's cool. And hopefully never, we're back in business, man. I'll find out. We just have one holdout, and I gotta kind of okay. get with the with the people tomorrow. I've waited this long. You know, it's not so. it's not a big deal, but I am excited, so right on. Well sick. Yeah. Well, so one another one of those episodes that I'm not sorry about doing. So Mm-mm. hey man, stay encouraged, everybody. And we're in it, we're in it together. We will be okay. I'm not gonna say we're one step closer because I don't know what we're one step closer to. Right. That's right. We're in it together. It's going to be all gravy. I will see you guys on the road. Thanks for listening. Freedom Center Church and Kingdom Builders, thank you, as always. And your new best, most powerful ambulance in the county is Swartz Alpha 198. 198. You're welcome. All right. (laughs) See you guys. See you guys. (laughs)